FBI. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome one, welcome all to the very first episode of the Uncanny Valley podcast on FBI Radio 94.5. I'm your host, Chewy Wang, and I'm going to be your host this week and hopefully weeks into the future as well. Coming up today, I got lined up two releases of sweet, sweet industrial pop music. That's pop music filled with harsh noise and grinding metal sounds. But before we get to that, since you're first time listeners, let me take you through the concept of the program. You see, I've always been a huge fan of popular genres like rock and pop, but found that the records I love the most always had some sort of experimental edge, whether that be new and unique sound sources, a different production style, out there melodies, or just plain weirdness. More or less, my favorite records were those that floated in the uncanny valley, a heady mixture of familiar elements and musical strangeness that made for exciting, engaging listening. Every Monday at 10am, I'm going to be uploading a new episode of the Uncanny Valley podcast on whatever service you're listening to this on, and it's going to feature two releases every week. One fresh from the past 12 months, and one from uh, maybe a little bit before that, but they're both going to be experimental in some way. I'll be comparing and contrasting these two records, and trying to ground them in their respective musical context, so what movement and genre these uh, artists and records fell under, Also, trying to place them in the discography of the artist and compare them to the rest of their body of work. So, this week, we're going to open with a set of bangers. What bangers, you ask? Well, of course, only the finest bangers from American industrial pop group Shushu and their latest record on polyvinyl Girl with Basket of Fruit. This latest record sees them return to some of their harsh noise sounds uh, on their earlier records such as Knife Play, a sound that I thought they might have departed from with their 2017 record Forget, but they seem to have returned to it with force and with style. These tracks are heavy, punishing, but also playful at the same time. The lyrics are all culinary themed, so you'll hear lots of lyrics about eating fruit and eating garlic and things like that. So there's a bit of a tinge of humor, even though the music seems to be so serious and kind of full of itself. And that's part of the joy of Shushu, I think. This first track is the title track called Girl with Basket of Fruit. Enjoy. Bog. 
passion fruit. The cinnamon's bun. On a bicycle and floats in space She's in love with the angel of no taxi anywhere One of hell's electric the ghost sir makes her dance with nobody The coming hearts of joke Eddie Murphy's by the crystal from the jar in his front pants pocket Brian and Pepper's building up on the rings round his fingers Her boob gets so floppy she uses it as a fan to wave away his sickening beetle now rubbing it off with a brick, just for his panettone. Every frog hops right up into her butthole. Every frog eats a single butthole flea on its way in. She brown box squeezes them all until frogs. And a flock of erect digs on bat wings, peepees in her sleeping face, and pointlessly tries to fuck a blue sky. At the witch execution, they all hope to be called up. The track that finished just then is the title track off Shushu's latest record, Girl with Basket of Fruit. And from that track, I think it's clear how many sources of inspiration and influence they're drawing on this latest record. You could hear all sorts of things from the obvious industrial harsh noise influence from, you know, artists like Nine Inch Nails and Throbbing Gristle, but also like tribal world music drumming from African artists, as well as like the panicked, shouty, new wave vocals of Jamie Stewart there. I think it's a really hypnotizing mix of sound sources that makes it quite thrilling. This next track called Pumpkin Attack on Mummy and Daddy has more of a techno influence. So they're combining those really harsh industrial metal sounds with a pumping four to the floor beat and some great vocal samples that really make me laugh. I hope you enjoy. Standing there, standing there, standing there, waiting. 
the neighborhood. Finishing just below me is another of Shushu's latest record, Girl with Basket of Fruit. Check out their latest record on all the major streaming services and go to Polyvinyl if you want to get some merch. Shushu has the best merch in the game. If you know, you know. Now we're going to jump over to our classic release of the week, which is actually not a release that happened at all, but kind of like an unfinished demo that got polished up by the surviving members of the band. I'm talking about Coil's 2015 reissue of their legendary unreleased project, Backwards. This story comes with a bit of tragedy, however, because it happened in the context of lead singer of Coil's death, John Balance, in late 2004. 
And what happened was Peter Christofferson, he had all these tapes and demos from this, this project backwards that never got released because it was stuck in studio hell for so long. And he repurposed some of John Balance's vocals for the posthumous record in 2005, The Ape of Naples. And a lot of the instrumentals on those records and those songs were changed dramatically. And we never got to hear the original versions until 2015, in which they released the full kind of backwards project in as much completion as they could release it. It's very difficult to imagine a world where Shushu exists and Coil doesn't exist. I think Coil has, has such a big impact on all the industrial acts and harsh noise acts that followed it that it's very obvious that Coil's signature is written all over Shushu's music. I'm not saying that they're, you know, uh, nabbing their clout, but I'm saying that they obviously wear their influences on their sleeve. I'm gonna play you the opening track to this uh, record backwards now and a little bit of a language warning on this one. I think you'll see some similarities. Enjoy.
Whew, well, well, I hope everyone's doing okay after that track. Uh, it was very intense and very crushing, but I guess that's kind of what you expect from an industrial group like Coil, especially at their legendary status. I think it's important for me to let you know now, especially those who haven't heard of Coil or haven't heard Coil's other music before, that if you judge their entire discography based on that one track, like if you heard backwards and thought, oh, this is what all their music is like, I would never forgive myself because Coil is a band of such diverse talents and such a wide sonic palette that simply judging it off one track is, is kind of difficult. And also like I, I'm struggling right now to try to categorize you know, their music under genre headings and I, and I really can't. Uh, the track that's actually playing under me right now is an ambient pop track that they released uh, in 1999 off an album called Music to Play in the Dark. They also had straight up hypnotic drone albums like uh, Time Machines and they have all sorts of different things that span their entire career. And I think that, you know, uh, it's important that I show you some of the other things that Cole is capable of with my second track. And I think the best release for you to get into Call is actually Backwards, surprisingly enough, because I think Backwards covers the, the broadest range of sounds that Call is kind of known for. So that opening track was obviously their, you know, really harsh, intense industrial stuff, but the one I'm gonna play you now is actually off the same record. It's the closing track called Fire of the Mind. And as you'll be able to tell, it's a lot more delicate. It's warm, it's, it's got great songwriting, and it's really melancholy but it's on the same record as backwards, and I think that's quite remarkable. I hope you enjoy. Does death come alone? 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the first ever episode of the Uncanny Valley podcast on FBI Radio. Once again, my name is Chewy Wang, and I hope you've enjoyed our little exploration of industrial pop music today. If you like the podcast, please consider subscribing on whatever service that you're listening to this on. If you do, the next episode is going to fly straight into your mailbox on Monday morning as soon as I put it out. Uh, straight into your notifications so you can check it out. A little bit of a preview for next week. We're going to do a theme that's slightly less crushing and, and overbearing and maybe with a few less high frequencies. Something mellower, something uh, ambient and new age perhaps. That's what I'm thinking. I'll see you next week then. Goodbye.